I'm on right now. Hey, everybody. Thought I'd get right after it. Uh, Purdue has just beaten Wisconsin in Madison, uh, 63 to 61. They've improved to 25 and 5 on the season, and they are the outright Big Ten champs for 22-23. I'm going to talk a bit about it, uh, but uh, first I want to thank our sponsors. All season they've been here. We appreciate what they do, appreciate what they've done for us. Um, uh, thank you to Martin Vintage. Head over to martinvintage.com, get a t-shirt, get a sweatshirt. Enter Boiled at checkout, and uh, you'll save 15%. Also, also, uh, when you're in town for the Illinois game, go over to AJ's. AJ's on Vine. EatAJ's.com, order ahead, get some, uh, uh, get some funnel cake sticks, get a fried pretzel or three in your, for your, for your appetizer. <laughs> Great. Um, and uh, maybe get some mac and cheese bites. They're delicious. They're scrumptious. This is how you get built like this by eating mac and cheese bites. You can have this too, is what I'm saying. Um, EatAJ's.com, order ahead. Uh, burgers, beer, beef. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a pretty fun night in spite of the fact that Madison does what Madison does. It is the least fun place in America for basketball. I'm told Madison is a great place. I've never been there. Never been there. Um, I'm told it's a great place to visit because uh, it's a fun campus. But watching a basketball game when Wisconsin is involved and it's in Madison is generally like going to the dentist. It sucks so hard. It is the worst. Greg Gard, uh, his team's do everything they can to make, to ruin basketball. The, Dick Bennett's um, uh, his his precedent that was set twenty something years ago has been carried on by Greg Garden. And um, but the big thing is Purdue wins. A lot of Purdue fans, <clears throat> a lot of my fellow Boilermakers were bailing on your Boilermakers, my Boilermakers uh, during the game with minutes left, with 10, 12 minutes left. They're just like, it's over, it's over. And I had a guy say something stupid to me. Here's the thing. You can be angry at the team, which I think a lot of people are angry at the way the offense looks specifically. This offense is a mess right now, right? I mean, if Edie's not hitting a shot, you're kind of praying that the ball goes out, uh, just kind of squeaks out to the three-point line and somebody hits a three. Offense has no flow on the other side of the ball. The defense, um, Purdue isn't guarding threes effectively. We're now looking at multiple games in a row. This is all true. You can say that's all true. And you can also say Purdue earned the Big Ten title because they did. And the reason they did it is because they won six straight games on the road in January. That's it. It's, it's really that simple. You win that many games on the road in conference, you earn the damn thing. And Purdue earned an outright conference title. Sure, the rest of the conference stinks. But losing five games and being a conference champ is not an unusual number it's not a bad number this conference is weak this year it's clear this conference eats itself we've seen it over and over and over now we saw iowa beat iu we can review we saw um uh penn state beat northwestern we saw uh, ohio state beat uh beat maryland and tonight we saw illinois beat michigan michigan of course Odd case, they were in the running to win part of the Big Ten title, but not really in the running to make an NCAA tournament. Wisconsin today, they're scratching and clawing their way down there. They're past the cluster of teams, that big mass of, it's like the big floating islands of plastic trash in the ocean, just kind of, kind of globbing together. Regardless of what happens, they keep globbing back together. 
That's the conference this year, and no one can deny that. But Purdue won the damn conference. That's the biggest thing. Last year, it was such a disappointment to watch Ivy and Williams say goodbye to the season. For me, it was disappointing. I wanted to see those guys win some hardware. But to end the season that way and not get a share of the conference title, that was disappointing. Okay, Now, we can say that you're disappointed with the end of the season, and you should be as Purdue fans because we saw the earlier part. Right, And you can also say they're ahead of schedule, and it's pretty damn great to win part of the Big Ten Championship. So Purdue wins their 25th Big Ten title. That is awesome. They, they showed the stat on the, during the game. I think they've got a three-game lead in conference titles, in the regular season conference titles over IU. That's always nice. Um, but um, it's, it, this is a good thing to win tonight, and it is a tough place to win. Madison is a tough place to win historically. It's generally a tough place for almost everybody. For some reason, early in his time at Purdue, uh, Matt Painter had figured out Wisconsin. I don't know what happened there. But recently, the last couple of years, has been tough. Let's not forget, it was a year ago where Hepburn kind of went off as, um, darn it, their All-American was being blanketed, Purdue did everything they could to take him away, and Hepburn went off. Well, this game, Hepburn again went off. And this guy, Hesmet, Klizmet, whatever his name is, floppy hair. Wisconsin players, uh, none of them look like they should be able to play basketball, to be real honest. But somehow they find a way to foul and scratch and grab and claw their way to a modicum of success. Last year, uh, of course, they, they tied the, uh, for the Big Ten title. Uh, but they had a player. They had, they had talent, legit talent last year. This year... Uh, they don't have that type of roster. They don't have that type of player, and it makes a big difference. Obviously, Purdue leaned heavily on Edie tonight and all season. Uh, we got one more game still, but um, Edie finishes with 17 points, 19 massive rebounds. Pretty impressive. Um, every time he got the ball, he was double, triple teamed. We've seen this over and over and over, and yet Purdue can't seem to find the open man. And when they do find the open man, they'll do something that Purdue's been doing the last five, six games, missing the three. Purdue shot 21, was 21% from deep, four of 19. Free throw line wasn't much better, 61%. Uh, they had 12 turnovers in the game. They stopped that sieve that was leaking in the first half. I think they had nine of those turnovers in the first half, I believe. Not positive about that, but I think it was nine turnovers in the first half. And they came in bunches, just like they did versus IU, just like they did versus Maryland, just like they did versus Northwestern. They had a bunch of them. Here's the big difference. Obviously, Wisconsin is not the team that Maryland uh, or Northwestern or IU are. But Purdue finished the game out. That's, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. I can't discount it enough because I was, like you, if you heard me before the game, I was ready. I was wincing. I was prepared for a loss here. Um, and it turns out it didn't really matter for the conference title, but Purdue has so many things they need to get better before the tournament. They need to find it again, and uh, I hope they do. I hope they do, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel great for the postseason. All that said, I'm really, really happy that they got a Big Ten title. I hope you as a Purdue fan can see that that's, that's something. It really does matter. I... I I don't understand, especially winning it outright and winning the same night you earn the outright title. That should matter. That should matter. I can understand how you'd feel and how we'd all feel. If Purdue would have lost and won the outright, it would have been like, oh my gosh, this is the same thing over and over and over the last few weeks. But they actually won. 
That's a big deal. And they won on the road. And it wasn't pretty. And it sucked because it's Madison. But that's Madison. Big story here tonight. Purdue shuffled the, uh, the lineup a little bit. Painter was trying to shake things up a little bit. You saw a lot of Brandon Newman who started the game. He didn't have the offensive output that I think he hoped he'd have or Painter thought he'd have. He was 0 for 5 from 3. That's rough. But Morton, who uh, a lot of Purdue fans have a struggle, especially with him on offense, a lot of Purdue fans struggle to watch him play. Morton was huge. He was 2 for 4 from 3. Shooting 50% from 3 on this team tonight was a big deal. He missed one down the stretch, I believe, uh, and he missed a free throw that hurt. But there were some very big free throws, too. You had Smith hit two big free throws, I believe. Newman hit two big free throws. He also was clobbered on an out-of-bounds play where the Wisconsin player went through him, kind of leg-whipped him at the same time. No foul, of course. Purdue came up with the loose ball, went down. I think Morton went one for two at that point. I think that's exactly right. Um, but those four, five free throws, right? Morton's one. Smith's two, and Newman's two free throws were very, very huge. They were a big deal. Um, they helped Purdue clinch. Um, so, like I said, it is possible. It is possible to do two things at once. It is possible to be somewhat concerned, let down, whatever, <clears throat> and be happy about the Big Ten title. And I think you should be. Um, and I'm a guy that I've been focusing on March and seeding the whole time, but to get that seeding, they had to win tonight. They did. UCLA is breathing down Purdue's neck, I think, right now for that number one seed. Everything that I've seen says that. It, it corroborates that. Um, trying to find the website. Uh, my, my son uh, found a great website that kind of goes through and averages out what um, it looks like, um, where everybody will be. And Purdue has been pretty solidly a one for a long time, as you know. And they actually fell to the... The worst number one in the in the in recent weeks. Yes. Bracket matrix. Bracket matrix. Bracket matrix. I don't have it up. I must have it on my other computer. Bracket matrix. So, so uh, but Purdue has UCLA. UCLA is right there, um, and uh, I think UCLA looks like they just they won, um, didn't they? Let's see. I'm just gonna. I'm looking at the ticker right now. Yeah, I, they won. Um, anyway, so thanks for tuning in. I'll, I'll look at the comments real quickly here before I close down. My second really big show of the day. Um, by the way, uh, my, my pal Handel Jones called me out via text for butchering the, the joke from Tommy Boy. And that stuff hurts. Uh, it just hurts to, to know that I'm doing my best and my limited faculties and I still find a way to bring the content. And I, I miss one thing, one thing on the whole show. And, and, and handled notices. Anyway, Sam, Sam Lovejoy says Morton and word Morton was great. Uh, Robert Gills just says stress. This is life for us right now, fellow Boilermakers. Hopefully you're well-trained by the time the tournament comes around and your blood pressure is somewhat regulated and, uh, and you can handle what's coming. Um, if I were you, I can tell you, I would. I do not care about the Big Ten tournament. I never have cared about the Big Ten tournament. I don't think it affects Purdue's seed at all, but I do think these last two games do. I think Purdue needs to win both of them to hold on to that number one seed. After that, just get ready for wherever you get sent, and hopefully it's not too far away. Uh, hopefully there's a lot of people in black and gold at those games. Uh, Motor City Boiler says we're back. Okay, all right, good. We're back. Excellent. I think that's a little tongue-in-cheek. Um, Ted Berkey says, everyone is beautiful, and especially at Madison, even though they are horribly, I'm just going to hit this, beat the 
stuffing out of this horse that's already dead. But gosh, Wisconsin games suck to watch. They're just awful. They're painful. Um, joins they said, let's go home and get that number one seed right on. Um, let's see. Uh, need, uh, need of being versed says, I'll be honest. Even with the W, I don't feel great about where we are. You can say that. I think that's okay. I, I think that's okay. But enjoy the moments for what they are. I think, I mean, I'm 47, so I know a little bit about being an old guy. So, but I think we're going to look back and say, man, that's nice to win a Big Ten championship. In a year or two, we may say, wow, that was a lousy ending. <clears throat> In a year or two when Purdue has, by the way, if you want to talk about an ancillary thing, an ancillary story, but um, Cannon Catchings, um, who's, a, who's a Purdue verbal committee's class of 2025. His stock has gone through the roof. Uh, I generally don't talk about recruiting, but mercy. The next two years look awesome from a recruiting standpoint. And um, like somebody said in the media, Painter's going to take some swings here the next couple of years. <clears throat> this, the, being number one in 22, 23 um, is not a fluke. Purdue's going to be back there. The question is, can they actually finish the season? This season, I want to ask you guys in the, in the margin here. Uh, thanks for tuning in live, by the way. But I wanted to ask you, do you feel, as a fan, fatigued <laughs> at this point? Because, like, it's clear some of the team feels fatigued and looks fatigued, right? But does this feel like it's different? Every season has a little bit different of feel, but it's like you're just like, dragging over the finish line, watching the team trying to drag over there, do everything they can to get there. I appreciate their will. I don't think anybody's not trying. But there, man, there are some systemic issues that I think Purdue can fix with a couple, just a couple tweaks of the offense and defense. I really mean that, and I don't know if they'll do it. Um, Painter saying just doing what we're doing. I think we saw a little bit of uh, him showing, okay, maybe we need to do something. Maybe we need to do something a little bit different, and that tweaking of the lineup might have been the first sign of it but I hope he digs in and he continues to tweak offensive sets and tells these guys to go over the top of a damn screen mercy that's burning Purdue right now and teams everybody knows the way Purdue um, handles that um, Todd Schleister says I love that Newman got so much run also congrats Purdue men and women for beating Wisconsin forgot women uh, congrats that was a big win they were behind they had some heroics there at the end I'm not a big women's basketball fan but there's Purdue there I want them winning, and uh, that's a big win. Also, beating uh, beating Wisconsin that that night. That's a tough night for Wisconsin fans. Um, uh, Troy Lewis Jackson said, "Just paused Field of '68 to watch." Spoiler down. Thank you. Appreciate that. Field of '68 is interesting because they're like the most extreme version of of I don't I wouldn't call them media. They're they're opinion guys, but it's like the violent swings of what they think is happening, like. IU was the best team ever after they beat Purdue, and they're going to probably rip through the tournament and go to the national championship. And then they lose, and they're like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? Well, here's what's wrong with IU. IU's inconsistent, and so is Field of 68 in their opinions. Um, one thing that's not uh, uh, inconsistent is uh, it seems like Goodman doesn't really have much love for this Purdue team, so whatever. Love to see him eat his words, but... Whatever. Um, anyway, let's see. A couple more comments here before I close things down. Um, B. Wayne 85 says Newman showed up on defense. Yes, he did. And I think that's a big deal. And that's something that doesn't show up in the box score, obviously. He is, he is differently athletic. Morton 
um, when he's in there, you can, he's, he's doing everything he can. And I love the way he can, he can shut down certain guys and he's a tough matchup because of his energy level. But he also looks like, he also looks like his, he's playing in basketball shoes that don't have any tread on him. Cause so many times he's flying past the play or ends up on his face. Um, and, uh, it's because he's putting it all out there. I tell you, I think he's squeezing everything out of it, but, and that's why I like the guy so much, but yeah. Great that he hit those shots tonight. Uh, Troy Lewis Jackson says Michigan is out. Um, Jim uh, Cancelmeyer says uh, that was a rough game. Well played by Badgers, and hit, they hit lots of shots. Yes, lots of mugging went on. Of course, uh, I saw great sportsmanship after the game. That's awesome. Um, the they they got hot. What was it about the twelve or th- no fourteen minute mark in the second half, and they were hitting everything, and then. Water found its level. They started missing shots that they should have ma- uh, made, but they hit a lot of shots that they should have missed, it looked like to me. Um, but uh, Cobra317 uh, says, hesitation seems to be the theme with the guards. Uh, when Fletch was confident, he was shooting well. And that's a tough thing, and that's probably the biggest concern for me. It's tough to get confidence back, right? The only way you get confidence back is you have a game that shows that you're still a legit, really good team. And... Um, Purdue can do that. They can do that. And I think it's this quick. I literally think one game would get it all back. But they, they don't have it right now. I agree. I agree with that. Anish Ramaswamy, I do know this guy. I've heard of him. I'm a big fan of this guy. Wisconsin Rims sound like uh, they have built-in tambourines. Um, where is that? Is that somebody else's quote? Because you put it in quotes, so it's not yours. Or is that? It's, a, it's very funny. It's very funny because they do. But anything to bring a little music into... The Cole Center, they're going to do in Madison. Uh, let's see. I'll let you guys go, and you can get back to your field of 68. Noel, uh, N-O-L-L-M, 23. Noam, 23, says Doster is a clown. I agree. Uh, but I think Goodman is more of a clown. Uh, let's see. Ruffian's about. Uh, no, I, I know that name from Twitter. Uh, says the amount of force these guys are absorbing versus what they're getting called. Uh, for it has to be physically and mentally exhausting. And it is. It is. That's, I completely agree. They've been through the ringer, but this is, they're learning, right? They're learning. And it's tough to watch a team that is laboring so much. Maybe that's why it feels this way. But can you imagine what these guys feel like the next day? I'd say, I'm always marvel at that. The amount of times they get knocked on their ass. And I'm talking about the good guys here. Um, I cannot imagine how they feel the next day. And if you've been to Purdue when, when Zach Eady is signing autographs, you ever, he has his shoes off. It's almost like he's starting to take it easy, starting to wind down for that next two hours as he signs autographs and takes selfies with people. But, man, these guys, it's, it's tough physically, uh, not only for the guys up at the top of the key, but also the guy in the lane who's just getting beaten up. But one funny theme I saw over and over was Wisconsin's wall he had this move that he kept trying to do versus Edie. And he's trying to use his quickness <coughs> because Edie was on him for much of the game. So he tried to use his quickness, but instead of popping out, or tr- I guess he can't pop out too far because Edie's so long, but he kept doing that same move where he'd come to the baseline, try to do a spin, and then Edie would just take like a half step and just eat up all the space. But I thought it was funny because I saw it over and over. It was almost out of control, but not quite there. But he kept doing it, and it was a well that was dry, and I loved that he kept going to it, and I thought it was hilarious. Um, let's see. Uh, need of being versed uh, brings up a great point. It's probably the greatest point anyone has here. Doubt is better than field of 68, hands down. 
Not even context. God, God bless you. It's very kind words. It really is. I do appreciate stuff like that. And thank you. Um, uh, let's see. I got, let's go one more com- comment here. Um, uh, I, I don't know the answer to that one, so I'm not going to ask it because I, I don't know. Um, uh, that's, I don't agree with any of that. So anyway, so that's uh, 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 Tyler, you're a moron. Uh, so uh, that's all I can say. The smartest n- moron I know, Tyler, because I, I know you're working on physics with my son as we speak and just making asinine comments in the, in the, uh, in the margins here. Don't take the bait because I know that guy. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in, Tyler. Really appreciate it. Uh, hope you have, a, uh, <laughs> hope you have a, a great evening. Hope you're able to wind down because uh, I will not be able to. Uh, when you're cozily nestling into your, into your nestling, nestling, just getting into that pillow, just think, Boiler Dowd's not going to be asleep for another three or four hours. That's the truth. God bless you. Hammer down. We'll see you uh, maybe before the Illinois game, but definitely after it. God bless you. See you.